Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys, to the No Bad Dogs podcast with me, Tom Davis, America's Canine Educator, the podcast where we love, live, and of course, we work with dogs. I am back. I took a week off, people, spent some time in the mountains with my family, flew all my family out, uh, and my now new fiance out, and it was a wonderful time. Um, I appreciate all the love and support we've been getting on on everything. You guys are the absolute best. Um, we're shaking up the dog training industry uh, one piece of content at a time. I'm so grateful for you guys. You have no idea. Um, so today, um, we're going to get right back into the podcasting, guys, with uh, a, a, an individual that's working with a dog that is extremely shut down. Uh, this dog was abandoned and abused uh, that we think, and she's about a year old. She's super sweet. I saw her in the FaceTime. She's absolutely adorable, but we're just having problems with overcoming certain fears, and I mean fear, 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 fear stuff. So we're going to go over some some opportunities on how to get over this fear, specifically with this individual dog, Betty. Um, and I'm also going to be linking all of the videos that I'm talking about um, because I don't I, I don't like just telling people, hey, this is exactly what you have to do. I also like to follow up with, hey, here's how I've done it in the past a couple hundred times. I'm going to link up some videos in the below in the description you guys can check out that I refer to in this podcast. So anyway, guys, we're just going to get right into this podcast. I appreciate you guys so much for all the love and support again uh, for the reviews. If you guys haven't yet, the way to support me, if you haven't yet, I'm doing all this for free and putting all this content out there is just show me some love in the reviews as well as on the YouTube and on the podcast and Instagram, just commenting and just telling me, you know, it's just my ammunition to keep going. I appreciate you guys supporting. Let's get into the podcast hello hey this is tom how are you i'm good how are you pretty good thank you all right so um i actually um adopted this dog uh, a month ago today and um i got her from a rescue she's a southern rescue um they think that she has history of abuse um she was found abandoned and um, she's very, very shy. Uh, they were having problems um, getting her adopted. 
and I thought I'd give it a go because I've got quarantine and, and sure. resources and time and, and patience. Um, the first week I had her actually was okay. She was uh, a little skittish, but she was eating. She was going to the bathroom fine. Like she won't go outside, um, but I have pee pads in the house and, and she was she was fine. Um, the challenge is, is that I moved. I was supposed to have already been there. I wasn't. We were a week in my old apartment and now we're in my new one. And now she's kind of shut down. Um, the last couple of days have been a little bit better, but she'll only go to the bathroom when I'm asleep. She'll only eat when I'm asleep. Uh, and getting her on the leash is just not, not even a thing. When I put it on, I watched one of your videos, like, one of the dogs that just basically shut down and would rather choke themselves out. Yeah. That's, that's her. Okay. And how old do we think Betty is? Um, she's believed to be, she'll be a year old next week. Okay. They think I, I'm sorry, next month. Okay. So <clears throat> what are your biggest goals with Betty? What are the things that you, you want to do? Uh, confidence building, uh, making the dog more secure, uh, making her trust. I mean, so you moved, and that's yeah. what's creating some some regression, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My main goal is right now to make sure that I'm not doing anything that's hurting her or like mm -hmm. keeping her in this scared space. Okay. Um, last night, she actually laid on my chest and I thought, you know, this is the best day of my life. So um, I just want to be able to build some trust with her um, and to make sure that, you know, she's as comfortable as she can be. I mean, ultimately, I'd love to get her on a leash um, and, and start working with her and maybe approaching outside but i feel like that's so far away from where we are so you can't i know you say you tried to put her on a leash but right now you it's that's hard she she resists that or she resists on the walk or how, how does that work right now so um if i put her on the leash she resists that immediately um when i did attempt to take her out one time um a helicopter came and it was like this really loud noise and she literally shut down. And so now when I put the leash on her and even try to like walk, she just mm -hmm. resists it. Like um, I tried a martingale collar yep. um, and she just is like choking herself. Okay. I tried a harness and I have no control. She even tried to wiggle out of that. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, these types of situations you have to, you know, there's a lot of skills and a lot of experience that, that go into this to make it successful. Um, because you don't want to be part of the problem, like you said, um, which is, which is why we're talking. I think that what I would be doing is like, for me, how do you like, I, okay. So I recently did a video with, a a very insecure pit bull, um, on my, ch my YouTube channel, I think couple weeks ago and she was the yeah. same way I mean just shut down she's nipped a couple people because she's so insecure um, just very very insecure I mean she would go to the bathroom on herself when like she thought you were looking at her wrong I mean really shut down and same thing she'd go under the chairs she would buck she would freak out she would run away she would whatever um, and it just it made it you know sad for the owners they're like we don't want her to have to live like this and um, whatever so yeah. in that process, like, 
I've dealt with that so many times that I, I was able to say, okay, this is what I think needs to happen through experience. And we just used a slip collar and she shut down. She choked herself. She tried to get out of it, you know, the whole nine. And I'm not kidding you. In that video, um, I put on a Hermspringer uh, prong collar and I used it. And she, as soon as I gave her a little pressure on that, she resisted. And then as soon as she felt the support and the pressure from the prong, she jumped up, ran, not ran, but she came right to me, ears back, submissively, turned around and sat in my lap. And mm-hmm. it was like, holy crap. And I've done that before with a similar abused dog. Because what happens is, is they're, they're on the verge of like, they become very, they become very like, I can do this. No, I can't. I can do this. No, I can't. I can do this. No, I can't. I gotta, exactly what she's right. doing. I, I got to go. No, I'm going to die. I trust him. No, I don't trust him. Like, so, so it becomes very hesitant. And, and just like with, I always like try to do as much analogies as I possibly can, because I think it resonates and it's digestible for, for dog owners. It's like, it's just like with people, just like with kids, they're like, I can't, I can't, it's, you know, it's Chuck E. Cheese or it's the clown. And then once they realize like, you're fine, they're like, oh, it's not so bad. But you have to like push him out of that roost a little bit to say like, just go. And so I, my point is, is I, I, I want to be very clear that there has to be a lot of like um observing of the behavior as well as like a ton of empathy and a lot of patience but for me and and it drives some people crazy that um that you would use some sort of uh quote-unquote aversive to get a dog to do something and it's really not aversive for the dog it's not like it's not a correction to a point of like the dog be like hey i hate this they just you they need some sort of pressure to really move into that direction so they can become better and i can tell you like i've i did that like and people you know people hate it hated it because it it goes against all the science and all the data that some people collect i'm like look i love dogs i love animals like i'm the type of person that like sees an ant and i'll you know i'm the type of person that like sees an ant and i'll put it on a piece of paper and bring it outside like I, i i couldn't love animals more and, yeah. you know, to, to actually use like a prong collar to help an insecure dog drove people bonkers because it just goes against so much of everything that they've, they think or they learn. And it, it, it's just living, breathing, visual proof of how it can help an insecure dog. And I'm not saying that that's something you have to immediately get into. I'm just saying like, hey, here's, here's a similar situation of what I dealt with. And it, we weren't, and the thing was, is we did five sessions and we weren't over the you know, thing over the the hill or anything like we weren't a hundred percent better, but it really opened up doors for me to be able to, to get the dog out. So with you, you have to look for certain triggers with her. So obviously loud noises, helicopters, big trucks, uh, garbage trucks, you know, probably loud individuals, busy places. Those are all going to be triggers where she's going to be like, I'm uncomfortable with this. So there's that there's that balance, right? That you have to be as like a dog owner or like a parent, if you will, of, hey, I, I understand because of your past why you're insecure about this. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you've been abused by somebody in a truck or a helicopter, obviously. Yeah. It's just lack of exposure and insecurity as of like, I don't know what to do. What do I do? And if you give them the option as an animal, they're going to run and try to burrow under something and hide until they but but again like as a dog owner you have to have like a lot of empathy but also structure to say 
noted, understood, understand. However, you can't live your life like this because there's, that's going to, that's not going to be beneficial for you. Right. Yeah. So it's just like with people. So we have to figure out a way to make the everyday stuff that is definitely, and, and that's the other thing too, is like, I understand when dogs are like, I'm like, I know you're actually scared. So for us, we're like, okay, let's go. Let's go through this. I know that they're actually think that they're in danger. And those are things that you have to like almost expose them in a sense of like, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to spend five to six months with that dog. And they're going to be, Oh, I'm fine with this. You really have yeah. to, well, first of all, a lot of people don't have that much time anyway, and they don't have much patience. So how do we get a dog that has been neglected, abandoned, or abused to a point of comfort? And for me, you know, in that particular video, I used food, I used steak and chicken and all these. Nope. She won't touch it. Nope. She, like, turns her nose at it. Like, don't try and lure me in. <laughs> right. So we have to say, so, so for me, that's, that's where you go back to the drawing board. I mean, that's what it is for me. It's an investigation. We say, okay, what do we do? And so again, like I use that and, and this is something I would suggest for you to start to get to, because you've done it, you, you've already done the harness and the collar and the martingale and all that stuff. It's just not going to fly. So what I would suggest is getting yourself like the Herms, I'll send you this via email, I'll send you this Perfect. information to so have it. Um, but that. So when a dog says nope and they shut down, you don't have any leverage unless you either choke them and drag them. Food lure is not ever going to work. Picking them up and carrying them is going to put you further back. You have to stand, you know, stand, quote, air quote, stand tall, if you will, and say, look, I understand that you're afraid of this grass or you're afraid because these are things we're going to be doing in a very, very clinical calm environment so we're not going to be like downtown working on these things because we're not ready for that with betty but i would get yourself a long line so like 15 to probably 15 to 20 foot get yourself a prong collar for that extra support uh so we don't we don't choke the dog out um and again the, are you familiar with the prong collar i've never used it no but i I've watched some of your videos, okay. which is why I was like, I have to call this guy because I <laughs> think well, I need this. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. And I just, you know, I, I just try to, I, I try to be devil's advocate. You know, I, I really do. That's, that's like my big goal. And, and that's why I, I, I put out the content that I do to say, Hey, there's other, because I, I'm, I'm that black sheep dog trainer for most people that goes against traditional stuff. And I'm like, some dogs don't fall under that regimen of tradition. Like, you know, the same stuff that some dog trainers do, I teach for 4-H teenagers at the 4-H club where they're luring dogs around with hot dogs and getting them to do stuff, which is fantastic. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's good for, like, a perfect world. But the rainbows and butterflies effect doesn't work for a dog like Betty who's been left outside and abandoned and abused and whatever. Then what? Well, you just have to deal with it, Denise. It's something you have to do. It's like, well, is there other ways? And that's that's my passion is to say, yeah, actually – Let's try these other ways and get creative and be artists about this and be loving and compassionate and have a lot of empathy moving forward because of the love I have for animals and how much I care about them getting better. And that's been my passion ever since. So um, those are some things I would be trying. Now, let's let's paint a perfect world, okay, and say you get your Herm Springer 2.25, which is a small little prong collar, 
and you you go out with your 20-foot leash and let's say you have a side yard, garage, front yard. What think about think about where you're going to do this. Could even be in your house, but you have to have enough space where she can walk towards you. Your yeah. goal is because there's a mental battle, right? Where she can't she won't she doesn't want to move forward. She's like I'm not walking towards you because that's scary. And you so this isn't a physical it, it is, but it isn't. Like the physical is the micro. The macro is is the dog making the decision to actually progress and say, okay, I'm going to try this because I trust you now or whatever. And then they move forward towards you. Well, that gives you an opportunity to say, yes, good job. And then you just move forward. So it's not as easy as putting a prong collar on a dog and just walking. It doesn't work like that. There's a lot of subtleties, which is why I'm, it's, 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 it's important for you to really soak this information in because it's not that easy. That helps. That's supportive. That's enforcing. Um, it's, the, it's the most humane thing to do in that situation because you're, you don't want to choke, drag, carry, or pull, right? So we need to say, hey, let's, you know. So when you're doing this, your momentum and your energy, I, I, I want to call it energy, but your momentum, your energy, the way that you're presenting yourself in that situation is, all, is probably 70% of that. The prong collar and the leash and the tools that you're using is just a little tiny sliver to that enforcement. So when you're doing this, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna put it on. You're gonna say, Betty, like come or let's go or something. You're gonna say, Hey, we're gonna go this way. She's gonna put her brakes on, she's gonna say, Absolutely not. Um, I'm gonna send you the safety clip and all that stuff of how to, you know, make sure that all the equipment's right. And you're just gonna, you're not gonna pull her because that doesn't, even it doesn't matter if you have a prong collar harness, you know, whatever type of collar on. If you're pulling, that's not helping what you're trying to do. What you're gonna do is you're just gonna kind of pop the leash back and forth. You're gonna say come, and you're just gonna kind of bop, bop, bop back and forth like this. And and what's gonna happen is is those prongs are gonna come up and and all together they're gonna go bang. Bang. So instead of one point of pressure, like with a slip collar or even a martingale collar, where they can just resist until they either try to slip out of it or, you know, you drag them, that's going to give you the opportunity. You're going to pop, pop, pop. And you're, it's, it's basically the way that I put it is it's annoying for the dog. Yeah. Right? So they're like, oh, God, this is annoying. And it's kind of popping like this. And then all of a sudden they go boop, boop, and they start moving forward with you. And you go, yes. And then you turn. And you start walking, and then they follow you. And so the macro to that is, is your relationship immediately changes because the dog is now following you. And you go to one end of the yard where Betty has never wanted to go towards or never wanted to walk towards or whatever, whatever that is for you in your template. And then you're rewarding, good job, Betty, let's go. And you're confident, right? And your shoulders are straight and you're looking forward and you're not, you're being as confident because now she's going to be, she's going to be ears down, tail tucked, really low to the ground, following you around, looking at you for the first time. Yeah. Right? And then you turn and you do it again. You say, okay, let's go back this way. And she's like, <sighs> and mentally she's like, I can't, I can't. And then, and then all of a sudden you give her a little pressure again. She's like, okay, okay, okay. And this story that I'm telling you, I've done numerous times, and I have it on video multiple times, but the video I'm primarily talking about is one I did recently with the same thing. This dog would poop and pee if I looked at her wrong. She would bite and nip people if they came up to her because she looks so sweet, and she is, and she is a sweet dog. She's just insecure. I'm telling you right now, that prong collar changed her life forever and her owner's life. She was the she was. We have her on film. 
just absolutely shut down. And I said, I, I really, and again, like the reality is, is for you and for me, you have a lot of time. You have a ton of leverage because you have a lot of time. For me, yeah. primarily, when I, even if I do 10 sessions with a dog, which is 10 hours, which is the biggest package you can get with, with me privately at the facility, which is huge, right? It takes four months to get through. <laughs> That's still not a lot of time in the dog's life. So I have to find yeah. the most humane, efficient thing possible. And that has worked time and time again. And it's not suppression either. It's not going through the phases of, well, now the dog is more fearful. And again, these are things that are probably popping up in your head too because yeah, you know, you're know, you a dog owner and you're like, well, I don't want to make it worse. I don't want to hurt her. And these, these are all great uh, observations and these are all great questions to have with yourself um, as you should. But if you're doing that correctly and you're doing that properly, and, and I would advise you to watch these videos and I'll send you a couple of links too. Um, you're not going to have any problems with that. You're going to move forward and you're going to progress there. Um, but what it does is it just gives her the opportunity to finally get over that hurdle. And then each day you get over new hurdles and then you're, then you're moving and grooving. She's still probably going to be insecure about a lot of things, but at least you're progressing. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Is there a certain amount of time you know, per session or per day that I do this with her. So I've had so many varied opinions about not overwhelming her. Someone's telling me, pick her up and take her out of the room to expose her to something. And someone's saying, no, never pick her up. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm telling you, (laughs) there's a lot of information and there's a lot of people who, um, for dog training, it's it's very overwhelming for dog owners. It's overwhelming for me, you know, because, you know, I, I ju- hey, I, I just love dogs so much. And I would be really doing things that make sense to you. Do things that yeah. you're comfortable with. I try to never, I always tell people, hey, you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do with your dog ever. Um, however, when you hire me, I'm just going to give you some opportunities to to turn new leaves and and to and to realize there's new things and, and different ways to do things. And if you don't want to do it, I, I'm not. There are cer- certain trainers out there that are like, "This is what you have to do. This is blah blah blah." I'm not really like that. I'm just like, "Hey," because because I'm because I didn't. I'm, I'm all natural, if you will. I'm like people are like, "How did you do that?" I want to know how you did that. And I'm like, "I don't know. You just." You know, you, you, this is how, you know, this you how I, do it. right. So, br- <laughs> you know, bring me, bring me your case and let me show you how I would do it. And you're like, wow, this is great. And so for me, it's, it's just very non-traditional. It's very creative. It's very artsy. It's very, um, let's do this. Let's do that. It's very, it's, this is how it is. And so moving forward, I want you to take your time and I want you to be comfortable and I want you to do things that make sense to you and your dog because, it can be overwhelming. You're going to read a hundred articles, literally probably a hundred or more articles on this exact thing. And every single one of them are going to be certified, well-respected, um, you know, whatever. And they're all going to contradict each other. And you're going to go, you're going to, head's going to spin. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to know which way to go. And your dog is at risk of that because they're, they're an animal. So you have to be very responsible how you proceed. So I want you to do whatever you're comfortable with as the dog owner and that's why it's hard, you know, in anything that I do, even if you're standing right in front of me, I'm showing you, you say, hey, Denise, this is what you want. Here's how we do it. 
every single day that happens where the dog owner takes the leash and they still have a hard time doing exactly what I just did in front of them and they can't get the same result because of the experience I have, right? So even the consulting that I'm doing or, or maybe the videos that you watch or anybody else that does that, there's still a ton of subtlety that goes in, like that goes into the process of um, teaching a, you know, a dog how to do this stuff. So I want you to just do what makes sense to you. And I think that that's the most important thing because that's what you're going to subscribe to the most is, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And that's what I should be doing. And oh my gosh, we've made progress here. Um, yeah. So anyway, does that make sense? I, um, you know, I really almost shut down myself because after the first week watching her play, play and you know come out of her shell a little bit and then to see her the second week completely shut down I mean she wouldn't come out of her crate for a couple of days and she wouldn't leave the bedroom mm -hmm. I started to get really anxious and so um I've calmed a bit um and I think that she's not going to be like I'm going to try and do my best to to help her in the last couple of days, I feel like she feels that too. So she's not walking toward me. Well, she comes to find me when she's scared. So I think, you know, in the last few days, I've felt more confident in just letting her be where she is. I have in the more, so she's also slept in bed with me the last few nights. I've just picked her up and put her on the bed to see if she would stay. Mm -hmm. um, and she did. And yep. So, yeah. yeah, and and that's what you should be doing. You you should be doing all of those things where you're um, you're getting creative and you're saying, "Hey, does this work? Does this work? Does this work? Does this work? How about this?" And and none of it's bad if you're just trying new things to get your dog happier, as long yeah. as it's you know progressing. So, I would say that I would try to find little battles um, and and. And, and try to help her get over these little battles of, of insecurity with, with certain tools that really help. I mean, don't be afraid of, and again, like that's the thing about dog training is you're going to look up, um, maybe prong collar training. You're going to get the left and the right, you know, you're going to get the, 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 the two different, and it's like, absolutely not. And then it's absolutely. And you're like, you're, then your head spins and you're like, what the heck do I do? So I, I'm just telling you, like for me, cause that's what you, you know, you've hired me to do to, to say, Hey, what, what have you, yeah. what have you done in the past? And I can tell you that that's just, and I have so many documented, uh, actual footage of studies of this, of it becoming really nice. And again, it's not, it's not going to be any type of, uh, decompression. It's not going to be any type of, um, of, of quick fixes. Um, it is something that does work fast, but I'm not naive to say, Oh, we're done. We're fixed. Let's go out to go downtown. So Hi. it's, it's something that Hello. Is she, is she out hanging out? Yeah, so she just, uh, I was in the office where I had her Aww. with me and now she's just come to find me and lay down. So this Aww. blanket, um, is like her safe place. So where the blanket is she'll kind of just lay with it and then I have her bowls on the blanket and then I have pee pads set up inside for her it's like she wouldn't leave a room uh let alone try to find me when I when I left somewhere so I started to feel a little bit like um 
you know, I was doing her a disservice, but I'm starting to realize it's just a complicated process it is. and it's trial and error. Correct. And I, and yeah, I would so, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, I, I was just saying this collar, um, it gives me some kind of hope to, you know, add another tool to the mix to see, right. you know, if, if this will work. And right. I want you to really pay attention to everything else. You know, again, like the prong collar and the equipment is just a small piece. Like if you had a screw gun versus, you know, a hammer and nails, you're like, wow, this is so much more efficient. But you still need to know how to build a house. You can't just, just because you have the tool doesn't mean the house is going to go up on its own. It's not going to fix. Yeah. You still have to be, you know, the, the craftsman that you are to make sure it works properly. So there's there's all of that. Um so, so just making sure, you know, your energy and your body is very momentum. Um, and I'd love to, after you've worked on this, I'd love to, to hear your, your follow-up to say, hey, you know, this is what's working and this is not. And I'd be happy to help you pass that because, um, again, like what you can do and what other people can do is, is, is all in the dog. There's so many variables, the, the situation, the environment, um, all of that plays a role. But I would start to say, what's a, in, in this situation, what's a micro-macro uh, win for us and for you and for Betty is the small wins is you have her on a long line and she won't walk past a certain threshold and you give her a little pop instead of dragging her around. And you say, come on, Betty, let's go. And you give her a little pressure and she actually walks towards you. Yay! And you throw this Academy Award and you love her and you give her all this attention and then you ignore her. And you let her chill for 30 seconds to two minutes. And then you go to the other side of the room. You do it again. She's like, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. And you're like, come on. You give her a little pressure and you enforce that. And she pops over and you go, yay. And she's still not going to be thrilled about it. But she's actually getting over these mental battles of I can't versus maybe I can. And so the macro is, is we've taken a situation where she was terrified with or of. And we've gotten her over it. So the micro yeah. is that she did it in that one room. Well, now the macro is, is you can apply that to everything else. And you do that every single day. And again, as long as you're patient and you're understanding the the different things. And, and again, like just because you moved as well, it might take her a couple more days or even a week or more to readjust and adapt because she's very primal. She's lived on the streets and she was left outside. She's like a freaking wild dog. Yeah. So a different she has to get acquainted with her surroundings in order to feel safe too. So there's, there's, you know, that's a big part of it as well is, is that, that, um, adaptiveness that animals need to, you know, just like with fish, snakes, reptiles, anything that you move them into a new location and they plants, I mean, even plants, like you move them and they're stressed and they change colors and they, they, they you know, they will. And I mean, it's a big part of everything in life. Um, and same thing with people. You know, when you, when you, yeah. you know, so you just have to give it, you know, that's, that's something to, to, to really reflect on is it's going to take a little bit of time, um, for her to be comfortable in that environment just because of who she is. And I think the more exercises you do to progress her, the better, because right now you're kind of at a standstill. Yeah. And I think if you use that tool and you say, Hey, let's do this. Um, and you start progressing her every day, you say, okay, she got over this th threshold. Let's try this later today. And let's try this. And she just, she just finally just scoots towards you. And you're like, okay, that wasn't like super confident, but Hey, we did it. And you're, you're, yeah. you're giving her that, that, and, and then that way you can apply that to everything. And I think you will find the light in that and you'll go, because right now you're like fail, fail, fail. You know, it's very frustrating because 
You just can't get her over these certain things. And I think if you pick fair, realistic, achievable goals, like walk in a direction per se, like I've done, you know, with the, I'm not asking, and that's one thing I really, really highlight in, in the training. I'm like, hey, I'm not asking her to jump through hoops or go and shake hands and jump on somebody's lap. I'm just asking her to walk with me. There's no reason um, that she, she shouldn't at a certain point. I understand why she's resistant or hesitant because of her past or his past, depending on the dog I'm working with. Um, and you just have to help them through that process with patience, love, affection, assertiveness, all that stuff. Yeah. And I think you'll be in way, way better. And then you just multiply it. You keep getting better. Yeah. That makes total sense. Um, I'm looking forward to getting this collar <laughs> and trying it out and seeing how um, how she does. And then I'll, I'll totally set something up yes, for please. us after that um so again guys remember all of the links that i'm talking about specifically the the pitbull uh video that i did recently is in the description below you guys can check that out of how the prong collar can help an insecure dog uh on on the contrary of what some people think um beautiful work um really proud of that work that we've done with herm springer and the prong collar uh, as well as giving the opportunity to say, hey, this is what's worked in the past really well for me. We've done it a bunch of times. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I appreciate you guys listening, watching, all of that stuff. If you haven't yet, do me a favor. Uh, leave a review on the podcast and let me know what you thought uh, of this podcast as well as just the whole podcast channel. I appreciate you guys. I will talk to you next time. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.